BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Remember those walls are built. They can come tumbling down. They didn't even put up a fight. They didn't, didn't even make, make a sound. sound. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. If you're wondering why I am warming up the vocals singing Halo, I am here today in the studio live in L.A. And I thought I'd bring on the one and only Christina Tompkins, my right hand gal when it comes to business. She, you know her, you love her. She's a, a Broadway star. And <laughs> I just found out a little bit of information as we were walking into the studio that I just I, I am shooketh <laughs> by. I am upset. I am giggling so hard. Tina just let me know casually, just drop this casually on the way into the work today <laughs> that at my wedding, which Christina, hello, welcome to the podcast, Christina. Hi, everybody. If you don't know, Christina is an incredible performer. She was on tour with Sound of Music for years. We are dear friends. She is the reason why I met my husband, Jeff. We met the first day of school in, in at the University of Mississippi. This is my, my gal. And she just let me know that when she was singing at my wedding, <laughs> which she walked me down the aisle singing It's Amore, she also walked me out down the aisle to Halo. And I, yes, <laughs> there was a lot of, you know, all weddings are high stress. Yes. And we were also trying to do a full immersive performance at this old villa mm-hmm. in the Tuscan Hills. Yes. And there was a couple of things, you know, the run of show wasn't happening exactly as we thought. Mm-hmm. There was no way to get you up these back stairs. So Jeff was going to have to see you. So we had to do a first look, which you weren't planning. And right. then my rehearsal with the pianist, Marco, it, it didn't happen. And it, it literally happened as people were arriving. So yeah. I never worked with him. And he was like doing this jazz version of that Samore. And I was like, I'm shaking. I need 60 white wines. Just literally play my notes because yeah. I'm so nervous right now. Right. And he goes, oh, what are you singing when she walk out? And I was like, 
nothing. You sing. He goes, no, no, no. You sing a Beyonce. And I was like, <laughs> Wait, what? You know what you don't do? You don't casually drop on. I don't even care if it's Adele. You do not casually drop on a performer. You know, a Beyonce. Beyonce. I was like, I need the lowest Beyonce. I was not. That's more is low. And I was like, let's keep it down there. Right. And then I forget that Halo goes up. It was a whole disaster. But by the time we got to the, you know, chorus, it, I was like, let's Marco, everybody's out. Let's get some drinks going. I'm done. And here's my thing. Like, uh, that is such a shock because imagine like the best day of my life, such a core memory. And I was thinking to myself when you said this, I was like, no, you didn't sing Halo as I walked out of the um, out of the ceremony. I didn't hear that. I did not. He- I didn't register. I it. don't know if I would. I would be hard pressed to say that it's good. I don't. I'm so nervous. I was literally shaking. Like there's uh, a lot of things I could ask you as a friend, even as a, a, you know, a, a business associate, but I would never just drop that on you at your wedding, Christina. I'll do whatever you want. I will fucking, okay. I will mm-hmm. make the cake. I will serve drinks. I don't care whatever you need me to do. Oh yeah. But I am not singing Halo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the number one thing, no matter how talented your friends are vocally, you don't just ask them day of to sing Halo. No, with, with an attempt. Italian pianist Marco, who was taking liberties. He took liberties. Now, I don't know if if people are new. You know, if you've come out to the tour, I talk all about the wedding. But there's a little uh, tidbit. I don't know if I've ever shared this on the podcast. The guy, Marco, who performed at my wedding, who sang at the welcome party, yeah. who, who performed at the wedding and during the reception, everything is this guy, Marco Schwager. Okay. Schweiger. Schweiger. Because he's like, you know, northern Italian. Yes. He's, yeah. he's I believe, Swiss, Italian and German. Great. Stunning guy. So gorgeous. Very and gorgeous, actually. <laughs> gorgeous. Like blew us away. Like everybody, man, woman, every single sex at this wedding was like, can I sleep with Marco And Schreiber? I think he was on both apps, I which th- was yeah. hilarious. And if you know what both apps are, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, good for him. I would hope that yes. Schwager is swinging all the ways. If I was that attractive, I would have sex with everything. I say that all the time. Like I, we both probably do. If yeah. we had a six pack, oh, game we over. would be flaunting that in your face. Yeah. every day so that's why i love mm-hmm. an alex Earl moment you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like go ahead see thank you i also agree like i let me let me have my humbling moments you know mm-hmm. what i mean i do think like we both have really great faces and you're like, a slender woman you're much more slender than i you were always slim but i'm telling you if i had a ripped body too i have a proportionate but if mm-hmm. i had a if my midsection was yep. hard and i could run around in a bikini let me tell you what over for you hoes. oh yeah it would be over, actually. We would have yeah. taken over a long time ago. We stand so hard for Alex Earl because she is so hot. Yeah. You know, an educated young woman. Yes. She paved her own way. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It, and Xander, our girl. They both look great. I would have titties out, out. stomach out, everything. Literally, <laughs> labia out at Club Live. If I was, I mean, because, you know, I don't even know. It's it's like a fruit roll up now. You know what I mean? I don't even know. It's <laughs> like, has it been peeled? Is it not peeled? It's, no, it's stuck to the peeling and the peeling is my skim's <laughs> thong. So that's where I'm at. If your vagina doesn't feel this, like a fruit roll up, are you in your 30s? Anyways, I'm just waiting for that little clip to go viral on Instagram. That's what they're going to use. And the amount of comments I'm going to get where people are like, girl, not my vagina. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Mine's a gusher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love? A gusher. I loved gushers growing up. 
We weren't allowed to have gushers. You were allowed to have gushers. I was absolutely not allowed to have gushers. That was Never. my guilty pleasure when I went to Michelle Falanga's house. Yeah. Her mom had gushers and cheddar checks mix oh. waiting upon my arrival because I couldn't have. No. I, no, would no, you no. think Robin let me have anything with artificial red dye in it? Yellow no. number four? No. We did get, we got goldfish for sure. That was like one of the snacks and the Linden's chocolate chip cookies. But I feel like that's a New York thing. I, had I, don't, I don't know if you all had those. Linden's. You, they're old. I'm sure someone will be like, yes, of course. No, probably not. No, we got either caffeine-free Diet Coke in the can. That was our guilty pleasure. Or we got a regular Coke in the bottle. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm from Atlanta. Though. But did they ever, did Robin ever put that in your lunchbox? No, but you know, my dad was addicted to Diet Cokes. No. I'm probably what killed mm-hmm. him. But no, not in my lunch. No, I only had Capri Sun. I was only allowed Capri because oh. that was considered all natural. Remember, it was no artificial preservatives. No Could artificial have fooled colors. me. I know. And I think they found out that like Capri Suns have like lots of mold or something in the, in the bags. In that ba- oh yeah. In that pouch. I would, I would assume. It doesn't look like it's antimicrobial. <laughs> no. Or antibacterial. You know, it's also not antimicrobial. Yeah, I was about to say that for Rolla. <laughs> okay, we, but wait, we got to go back. Hold on. We got to go back to you getting bamboozled on the day of my wedding to perform Halo. I, I will say... There was a there were a few bamboozlements at your wedding. There were a lot. But I took four clonopin that day. No joke. We were also deathly hungover. I was right. And I also was with my mother the whole time because my mother was yeah. at your wedding. And at the place that we stayed, Camuliano, which is this gorgeous place in Florence, I had put my mom because I did like all the rooms for like had like what 16 rooms mm-hmm. and I did the room assignments. Mm-hmm. My mom and I were in this upstairs suite kind of thing that separated into two rooms where Jamie Greenberg stayed. Yeah. And she was like, I'm not climbing those stairs. And I was like, what? I'm not climbing them. I, I got said, a bad knee. The, uh, I had my knees replaced. I'm not doing that. I walked all over Rome and I was like, the only other option was a bed with two twins in it. And I, I mean, a room with two twins. And I was like, mother, I am not spending a week in Florence mm-hmm. sharing. And that's what we did. We shared a room. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And the reason I think Tina, you and I get along so well for a multitude of things that we're just <laughs> dear friends, but we also really empathize with each other, what we had to deal with our families. Mm-hmm. Like when you can't handle your family, I can handle it. When I can't <laughs> handle my family, you can handle it. Yes. We are in the same situation. We yes. both have sisters. We both have, mm-hmm. you know, yes. we have, yes. <laughs> no, but we both are like grew up with sisters and there's a different thing too when it's yep. like, okay, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we, we get that, but we also with our moms particularly, I think both of our mothers really just, they found something in us that they Mm -hmm. connect with specifically that just drives them to drive us crazy. Yeah. But we love them. And I'm, I love my mother, of course. But we, we do, we do a lot. We do. We do a lot. And, And my mom will be the first person to say that I, I do a lot. I, Robin, I don't know. <laughs> she no, thinks Rob, that we do anything. <laughs> she, she, well, she always says, Tina's here and everybody else is here. Yeah. And I said, Mom, <laughs> you can continue to praise Tina, but if you don't listen to what <laughs> Tina says when she reprimands you. No, but it's art. It's, you know, we, I just, I get it. Like, and I think that's what's good about friends. Like, you know, and when Annie calls me and she's losing her shit with her mom or no. me, you know, any, any of us as adults yeah. now that we're in these weird years of now we're kind of becoming a little bit of the parents. We all, we all step in when the other person's like, I need to step away from my mother before I, I choke her out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think Robin's about to come to New York 
work, you know, yeah, yeah. next week. So we're probably going to have to, my mom, hopefully she's there. We can get hopefully them the together. Knees okay. Yeah. <laughs> can, yeah. They both need to go to Naples and just get dicked down. But I it's, know. you know, it's a I whole say thing. That all the time. My mom's there. I think Robin would thrive. And she's like, I got to check it out. I got to, I guess, come yeah. check it out. They, uh, they both are, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Just go do it. This episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your own terms. Listen, obviously the tour has grown. My website's grown. We have the Netflix special out. There's all these big things happening. How do I update y'all? Through my website. How do I build the website? Through Squarespace. When I first started out and I had to have like a website in like three days, I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? I went on squarespace.com because I heard an ad on another podcast and that's what I did. Real talk, this is how the, the bread gets made, the cookies get made, all of it. You get what I'm saying. And I've been obsessed with Squarespace. It makes navigating building a website so easy. I feel like so many of these things when it comes to like technology and especially when it comes to like website design is so daunting, is so overwhelming. A lot of us feel like we can't do it. We don't know what we're doing. Where do we even start? We'll go to Squarespace. Squarespace is awesome. Also, if you have a business, like don't be silly. Work smarter, not harder. They have asset libraries so you can upload and organize and access all of your content from one place. You can do custom merch. You can easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. They have online stores where you can sell all of your products. You can add all your videos. They have a full video collection. You can email campaigns. You can drive engagement and sales to your audience through the Squarespace email campaigns. And they have an awesome point of sale. So sell in person by connecting a square reader to the Squarespace app, keep your orders, inventory, and customer data in sync and with your online store. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, go to squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Now back to the podcast. You know, I had an interesting conversation with my mom the other day because I was like, mom, when I'm on the road, the amount of guilt that I have that you're not doing shit is it eats me alive. And I know everyone, it's easy for everyone to say, well, like you can't worry about it. You know what I mean? And I call my sister. I'm like, hey, Ash, like I know you're so busy with all these trials, but you got to take mom out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, mom will make up excuses and say, well, you know, I don't want to leave the dogs. I'm like, mom, the dogs can go to fucking camp for the day. Right. We're, we're, we're talking about dinner. Go out and do shit. And yeah. I think we kind of she's like, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to go to a restaurant alone? And that fucking killed me. I was like, I hear you. I hear you because mm -hmm. our generation is more, we got an idea. We're going to go do it. Yep. We're used to kind of being alone and doing shit. For sure. But I think our parents' generation, I don't want to just speak for them, when they've been married forever, when they've been in these long relationships, it, mm -hmm. they kind of lose a little bit of themselves. Like, how do I do shit on my own? My mom is really good at that because my parents separated so long ago mm -hmm. so she'll go sit but Robin will go sit at the club bar and but she knows herself. the same four people right and, and, but, and every time she comes home she's like I can't listen to this crazy shit that they're talking yeah. about at the club all day I'm like yeah. then let's go to a different spot I know my mom only goes to one restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out Trangelina yeah shout out the White Plains shout out the Atlanta Athletic Club <laughs> Jones Creek <laughs> that's where you can find our moms and they're both single you know what though when I was in Rome I told everybody last week on the pod or next week I don't know when it comes out how I would go to Il Falchetto every night and I'm yeah. not a creature of habit you know this yeah. Tina you're a very I'm, I'm calling you a, a very nostalgic 
you love to go to a, the same spot, but we like yeah. just to know people, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. But I'm listen, if you're having a new idea, I'm ready to try. But like, I'm probably going to go back to my old spot. But that's when I see like when I bitch, I call my mom while I'm in Italy. I'm like, mom, what are you doing? She's like, I'm at the club with the same idiots. And I'm like, get out. But I'm like, is this going to be me if Jeff goes before me? And I'm like, am I going to be living in Rome going to El Falchetto every night? Yeah. Like, I know him. That's where I'm You're going. going. You try one. going to a restaurant by yourself. No. And you know what? You know, your space is there. I think that's the more like nerve wracking thing when you're eating by yourself, because I, I do that, too. Yeah. It's like, is there going to be room for me at the bar, like to sit at yeah. the bar? I, that, and I don't know them. That's the more yeah. nerve wracking thing. And then who's going to sit next to me if it's not the four crazies that I already know? Like, yeah, I, you know, the devil, you know, is sometimes better than the devil. You don't. Oh, wow. Words of wisdom. Yeah. Well, speaking of the devil, you know, we went back down <laughs> to the University of Mississippi. Oh, my gosh. Talk about nostalgia. Yes. So, hey, real quick, I want to give a huge shout out to the city of Charlotte. Y'all, every time I come to a show in Charlotte, y'all are the best damn audience. I have a great time. Sold the bitch out. I mean, it was a crazy show, but the audience was so great. So I want to give a big shout out to Charlotte. I will always come back to y'all. But we flew from Charlotte directly to Memphis and then drove an hour down to Oxford. Mm -hmm. As y'all know, I have a house down in Oxford and we that is our alma mater. So anyways, we went down and we went for the Arkansas game and I hadn't been at a college tailgate in a minute. It. Like, we've really yeah. been able to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we tore it up. Oh, it was so fun. We were running on fumes. Fumes. Three hours of sleep, a hope and a prayer. And I started, and you know, I'm not a big day drinker. Like, I love a white wine at lunch, I but I can't keep it up because I just get tired. And we started drinking tequilas at 1 p.m. And yeah. let me tell you, we let it rip. I, I loved it. Yeah. I, I'm down for that nostalgia. And then we're, yeah. you know, we're going... 10 to 10. We're seeing who's got the, the better spread. We yeah. want to taste all the things. Yeah. Shout out to our new friends, Fisher and Joey. They oh. from the Delta. Shout out to the Mississippi Delta. They had a party. When I say they had fried catfish, they had the hush, hush puppies. Puppy. They had a pimento cheese dip. What were what was the, the sausage balls? Oh, there were sausage balls. There was bacon that was baked onto a cheese straw. Oh, fuck me it's up. It's the Clarksdale tent. Shout out. We loved it. We were... I, Fisher, you know, you're my girl. I love yeah, that girl. Yeah, we love you, girl. It was just so nice. And it's it's really cool to be back in places like no one knows the magic of Oxford until you go there. Yeah. And you're like, these people just live so rich and so full and they're yeah. so full of joy and fun. Yeah. And we get so bogged down because we're like running around all the time and and you can just chill and relax there. You go to and here's the thing. This is what's nice. That's a great point. You need to find those happy places where you can just shut down, turn your phone off, and I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah, because there's no phone service. No, there's, there's like no service. <laughs> literally, there's 100,000 people in a town of maybe 20,000. Yeah. And everyone's like, where's my 5G? And, mm. and they don't got it. <laughs> like, it's not working. It's basically it's basically the Hamptons of Mississippi. There's no oh. cell service. You yeah. got to connect. You got to connect. That's a great point. Shout out to Oxford, Mississippi. <laughs> or their cell tower. But, you know, I think being as a, as a Southerner, you and your family were really great at showing me like the wonderful, joyful side of Yankees. You know what I mean? Because I think there mm -hmm. can be a lot of like, you know, misconceptions about people oh, that, totally. th that people from up north are not warm. Yada, yada, yada. Your family's been the most lovely, warmest people. And I feel like in Mississippi, it's a really you were great about coming down to Mississippi and being like, I'm really open to this whole new culture yeah. and how wonderful the people are. Oh, for sure. And just it's, just shout out to the state of Mississippi. We yes. want to give you, we love you. 
hotty toddy. But it was nice. We went to the our college bar. Shout out to the library sports bar. Oh, library. Okay, but you know what? We got a bone to pick, I think, with the library, and we know that Why? you listen. You can charge whatever you want for the cover to get in, but you better fix your bathroom sometime oh, yeah. soon. Because literally, Heather and I went into a bathroom stall together, which mm-hmm was not even a bathroom stall. It no. was it was a door on was a- cement blocks <laughs> with no light in it. So as she's peeing, I'm holding my yeah. cell phone on her so she's not peeing on herself. Yeah. In Which a hole. I, it tends to happen. In a hole. When you got a when you got a fruit roll up as a pussy, <laughs> it tends to happen. And then we had to switch. So then you're yeah. holding it. There's nowhere to wash your hands. No. No, but because we're in our mid thirties, we had Mega Babe yes. hand sanitizer. Oh yeah, yeah. On yeah. the reg. On the reg. So, but that made me feel alive. I hadn't been in a literal, physical, sticky bathroom situation in a minute. But yes, it is so sticky though. That's wild. There, it's an outdoor area, so there's three areas of the library. Hold on, Tina. Before you go any further, you realize that we have lifetime library cards, and I am too afraid that we say anything disparaging, even about the bathroom filth, that we they will be revoked. And if we somehow get blackballed from this bar, which is my favorite bar in the world, we love it. We love it. Shout out to the library. Ray came up to me. We're we're at the very top. Okay. Now there's something you need to know about the library, though. So I know there is a guy, DJ Mario who it has been DJing there since we were in college. Yes. We graduated, what, oh, nine. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're uh, upstairs at the outdoor patio bar. This mm-hmm. bar is, how would you describe it? So it's, it's yeah. three areas. So sports bar, boom, boom room, yeah. patio. Mm-hmm. So we're in the patio and that's where the, the, the crazy bathroom is. Yeah. But DJ Mario is also upstairs, like, like looking down on his disciples yes, his kingdom <laughs> and he is just saying in the meantime in the meantime between time gosh almighty who the hell are we hey <laughs> dj mario the best way to describe i mean definitely a very well-endowed man and when i say well-endowed man he has a microphone like he's not a dj that's like like steve aoki is like holding the microphone and he he just presses play and he has a microphone that's on a stand so he can just sit there at his booth and be like yeah 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 university of mississippi just beat arkansas 17 to nothing or whatever the fuck the score was he's like yeah shoom 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 and he just hits the, yeah. the, the, and he's the like, space bar. delicious. <laughs> like, he's dropping that. And you're like, what is going on? <laughs> wait, 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 I just lost it. Wait a minute. Let me tell you. When they drop Fergalicious. When they drop Fergalicious Death. When you hear that and then the air horn mixes in. Fergalicious Death. There is a high that comes over you from the tip of your toes all the way to the top of the like yep. your hippocampus. And you're just like, Fergalicious Death. I don't know. That's just every yes. woman who's listening knows when you hear. Yeah. When you, or like Make this shit, boys go loco. <laughs> <laughs> or like that shit is bananas. Yeah, and yes. Oh, they definitely played that too. I was yeah. like, wow, you're really coming through with these two thousands ladies. But then they, because he saw us. I know he saw us, and he's like, I remember y'all from college. I'm gonna mm-hmm. start playing the hits. But then he started playing, you know, Three Six Mafia. Yeah. Let me tell you, if you if you are from the South, if you know Three Six Mafia, if you don't know Three Six Mafia, download it. It's the most insane lyrics you'll ever hear in any rap songs. But Three yeah. Six Mafia <laughs> is from Memphis, okay? And Memphis is about an hour away from where we went to college, mm-hmm. and we would listen to Three Six Mafia. Mm-hmm. Just 
just like, I gotta stay ha 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 till I die. And I mean, we were like, you know, a pack of 10 white women leaving the Delta Gamma house, listening to sipping on some scissor. Like, we, what were we doing? And they came to the Kappa house. Fuck I wasn't yeah. in Kappa, but I, yeah. shout out to Amy Mallon because I think she's the one that arranged that mm-hmm. when she was president. Of course but she did. I rolled up. I was like, hi, I'm, I'm Christina. I'm not a Kappa, but I'm coming <laughs> here to see three six who just came to lunch one day at the yeah. Kappa house. Yeah. It's so weird. And what people don't realize is when we were in college, Soldier Boy, he's from Batesville. Oh, we yeah. come to this legendary bar. Mm-hmm. And if you're a younger listener, Google Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Wait, I, think I, had, I feel like he had like some kind of comeback. People were playing Soldier Boy recently. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> or he got canceled. I don't know. Could go either way. Wait, wait. I, this is so embarrassing. What? One summer, remember when I was dating that terrible guy? Yeah. I remember. <laughs> no, I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. Oh, I got my neck looks so fat right now, I'm sure. No, I remember it was a summer. It was like a summer intercession. It was a song like, Kiss Me Through the Phone came out. And oh, what's yeah. his name would like sing that all the time. And I was like, he's like, would, like texting the lyrics. And I was like, wait, no, that's no. what, wait, my college boyfriend mm-hmm. and I, that was like the ringtone, Kiss yes. Me Through the Phone. That we we had, I rem- vividly remember that. Let me play you the ringtone for the guy that I dated because I hated him so much. Hold on. As soon as you play it, I'm going to remember what it is. This is the song, okay? And this used to ring on my BlackBerry mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't answer it, okay? I'm, as soon as you play it, I'm going to know. I'm going to know. <laughs> it's called Whip It by Devo. Hold on. Yes. Oh my God. When Whip It would play. Because <laughs> it would wake your ass up. Hold on. Let me get to the part. Oh, God. Whip it good. Yeah. You must whip it. (laughs) You must whip it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, something was always going wrong. Always going wrong. You. And I know what you're thinking. What what was that reference to? It was just such a beat. When something's going wrong, you must whip it. And that was so when I would, when he would call in the middle of the night, that's such a startling noise that I would know, alarm, Uh don't do it. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I I, I still had sex with him. So that's a dark time in my life. We have a lot of those. We do have a lot of those. But either way, we were having a nostalgic time. So DJ Mario was on the ones and twos. And we were just fucking jamming to Fergalicious Def. I was in like a full college fit. Oh, yeah. We were vibing. We looked looked so cute. My tits were out. I was feeling young. I was feeling vibrant. We were taking photos with the college gals. I know. You know, I was flirting with the bartender. People like, where's Jeff? I'm like, back at home. Yeah. He was at he was at our house right. three blocks away. He, but regardless, yeah. I was like, I'm out. I'm I'm out and I'm flirting. Ooh, I really wanted to like have a make out with like a you know, a, a legal ATO. You yeah. know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 18 and up. Always about we're twenty honestly, grad 20. student, twenty-three and up. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, yeah, and here's the thing, this is what I've noticed about the college kids. One all these people are in shape. All these guys and gals, they're in shape. No. I was not like I that. I actually remember the one time you were like, do you want to go on a walk? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and the one time we were at Turnberry, you're like, do you want to go for a walk? And I was like, where? where? 
<laughs> it was like, let's go walk by the baseball field. I was like, what are we doing? Now you got to get in your steps. Now these kids like exercise. They go to the gym. They, you know, there's like a bunch of like, there's a pure bar. There's all these Pilates places. We had none of that. No, we, we just had our, our yoga in our theater class. It wasn't really yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and we took dance together and our ballet yes. teachers told me, and I quote, I landed too heavy. So <laughs> that is why I took a turn in the theater arts to comedy. Yes. You know, and musical but you were theater. you're a very good dancer. You Thank were you. you went and competed. I didn't go down that route. Even though I I, I was doing musical theater, I wasn't on the dance team. Yes, the, but, the the contemporary dance team. But see, that's the thing is you're better at like the musical theater dance. I'm a little bit more put on a little, you know, jagged little pill and let me T- Tori Amos and let me yeah. vibe. Speaking of that, that weekend that <laughs> So just inside joke shit. But the uh, weekend that I went to the dance competition okay. was the weekend that my boyfriend in college oh, ended right, up cheating right, right, right. on me. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. So that was, I was away performing. You know what uh-huh. I mean? And this is what's so full circle about life. I was away doing a competitive dance competition, fulfilling my life. Meanwhile, yeah. he was at the Five Mew house, you know, dicking down. And that's no hate, no They're shade feeling, to the Five Mews because yeah. they called me on Monday and said, hey girl, side note, your boy was here this weekend didn't know he didn't say he was in a relationship uh yeah and yeah yeah. yeah. and the girl called me and i said thank you for calling me and that's how that cookie crumbled (laughs) but i feel like you've told the story about the trash bag so that literally that following that is then the get in here you're a piece of trash so yeah tina being the new yorker when i did have to confront this this guy that i was loosely dating like if he ever hears this he knows we were loosely dating but you know when you're in college you think this is young love you think this is the end all be all but tina jumped out of a closet as i had this guy come over and i was very calm yeah see that's the thing is when i get calm is when you should be most scared you should literally run you should run when i'm when i when i kind of get calm Mm -hmm. and tina you said don't let him see you sweat let me do the the dirty work and then you jumped out with a very new york attitude like get in this fucking bag you piece piece of of trash trash. we had and they well it was good because you were calm and then Mm -hmm. it was me carolyn Aubrey and I think Jenny was there and we yeah. literally I, I had reinforcement so I felt it like alive because yeah. like he wasn't going to say anything to the, us no. these girls who literally came out of the other bedrooms because you guys were in the living room uh-huh. we came to the bedrooms with the trash bags with I was the trash like, bags. how genius was this genius now I would never have done that. I would have never had the balls to do it to the person I was dating ever 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 so yeah, and, and that was a challenge because you but you went a little nuts too I did. And that's <laughs> so unfortunate because now I feel like I now I'm I don't go nuts. I literally could care less. Like I. Yeah. W- which we may have. The pendulum may have swung too far too the other far way. The other way where I'm like, we're a little too aloof. But yes. no, but it's really because I went a little cuckoo with, my, you know, you always have the one that drives you the crazy. One. The one. And I married um, the one. You married the yeah. one. Mine. We did not work out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I used to do a lot of like crazy things that now I would never do and sometimes I think back on that and I'm like wow I really climbed a house to break into a window and you no one would believe that now of me ever yeah. they would be like you don't care that much about anything <laughs> yeah what what happened what was the thought the, well the, I'm gonna say there was no thought process behind breaking into your ex-boyfriend's home you were on his roof I yes because uh-huh. I couldn't Every girl, every girl's done it. No, not not that. Do not, do not climb. Do not climb. Do not climb. Do not try to break into anything Mm. that is illegal. But he wasn't answering 
his phone. And you know, back in college, that was like literally the worst. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to meet me out. Whatever doesn't happen. And at that point, we were sort of off and on. It was like, as you know, because you lived through it, too. (laughs) It was like so dramatic for like young love. And you're like, oh, my God, how why did I even care that much? You're being vulnerable for the first time in your life. And if we have any young listeners, we want you to know if you're going through it with this college boyfriend, one, I'm going to say 99.9%. You're not going to end up with them. They're not going to end up with them. Uh, 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 And and don't get arrested because of it. Do not get arrested. Thank God he could have called the cops on me because I literally (laughs) broke into that house. Wait, did he find you in the house? Yeah, I climbed. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I vividly remember this. I got up through the bathroom window and Mm. I went through I went through that bathroom window and then his bedroom was like right next to the bathroom and I opened the door and I was fully expecting to see another girl in that room yeah and his ass was just drunk and asleep and I was like fuck Christina (laughs) why did you do this and then now you can't backtrack you had to be like Somebody let me into the house, of course. Yes, I was worried about you. I, you weren't answering. You said you were going to like late night. Oh my gosh, how embarrassing. Cameron, I'm so sorry that I ever did that. <laughs> Listen, I don't even, do, do they even remember half of this? No. We hold it. We, we hold it. Yes. I lay in bed at night sometimes and, you know, right before you fall asleep. And you ever do that thing where, you know, you feel like you're falling and you jump? Yeah. But my dream is like, I replay all the people that I have allowed to have sex with me. <laughs> And it's a jump scare. I it's like, did I not have any self confidence? Was there what was the self worth low? I I, I, I don't yeah. know. But I'm like subconsciously, I was I was like, you know, running the show, doing my thing. But I'm like, yeah. you know, the the, the ex boyfriend was cheated on me. The girl told me about, it, and then like a week later, I would like let him back in my house. And I'm like, what am I doing? I feel like that we went and like played golf with him. Yeah, I think we were bored. I think <laughs> I think that's what it was. I, I think, think you're bored. Yeah, and you, you know it's. Again, the idle brain, mm-hmm. idle hands, whatever mm-hmm. that saying is. But I do think you you don't know your self-worth also in college. You don't yeah. realize how much potential and power you have yeah. at all. Because now we would not fuck with this. And you know what's interesting? Hanging out with some of our, our friends, obviously, who have children and families. And mm-hmm. it, it becomes like a maturity thing that when you're in your 30s, like we're talking to our friend who has a special needs child. And these mm-hmm. are the conversations that you have now. These are the things that are important. Right. All the shit. Like, how is your family? Oh, you know, yes. we're in this age now where it's like you go through loss and love and divorce and all this shit. These are the things that are important. But when you're in that bubble, when you're 23, you're like, this is the only thing that matters. Of course. Oh my gosh. You know? Remember, I wouldn't even get up and go to class. I was like, you were I depressed. was so depressed. I didn't know what depression yeah. was yeah. at all on World Mental Health Day. I didn't know what that was Yeah, at all. My mom literally had to fly down there, get in my bed and like get me ready for school in the morning at Turnberry. And I that was like mm-hmm. for a week because I was like, I'm devastated. And look at me. Because you um, broke up. Yeah, but we had bro- yeah. we broke up, got back together. We, yeah. we, it was every it was every other day. It was yes. every, same with me. It was every other day. He never said yes. he was my boyfriend. I guarantee if we took a poll, he'd be like, I was she wasn't my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it wasn't his girlfriend. But then it was a big deal because he finally took me to formal. And I was like, that I am your yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure I slept with a couple of his other fraternity brothers. Oh. You know what I mean? But that was that was my power move. But in I mean, the end, yeah. I was left a shell of a human. It's okay. I think we're better for it. And listen, if, yeah. if we can like bespo, bespo, sure. No, what, if, what is the we can, word? Oh, be, um, bestow, bestow. There we go. If and- we can bestow some <laughs> bespoke 
words no, of affirmation. Yes, yeah. Knowledge and life lessons to any gals that are thinking about doing this. Just know it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You will look back. You will grow and flourish as a human. You will find yourself. You probably have a girlfriend also along the way. You know what I mean? Go find a, a hot, a hot chick and just live your life. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it yeah, ain't yeah. worth it. This episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast is brought to you by Sax.com. Again, that's Sax.com. Listen, I love, you know, replenishing my closet for some fabulous fall fashion. And when I am thinking, okay, all right, I'm busy. I'm on the road. I'm touring. Where do I go? I just need to be able to go somewhere fabulous online, order the things and have it delivered to my house in the best way. That's why I love Sax.com. Also, you know, you can type in keywords like maybe cozy vibes or maybe I'm feeling like a disco vibe. Oh, but you know what I love for fall? I love a power suit. Okay. Nothing makes me feel more empowered as a boss babe than a power suit. So I can literally just type in on sex.com. I can be like, Hey, where's my power suiting at? Ooh, or maybe I want a freakum dress. Maybe I want that revenge dressing. Maybe you just broke up with your ex and you're like, listen, I know I'm going to run into him at a bat mitzvah. So I need to type in revenge dress. They have everything. You can shop just on your vibe. Listen, we love sax.com. Of all the fun ways to shop sax.com, you can shop by your star sign, by vibe, or by your favorite 90s revival trend. At sax.com, you can even shop by situation, like finding the perfect revenge dress from brands like Christopher Esber or Cult Gaia, which you know is a fan favorite. They have all the top brands, all the things you love, Anything you could ever imagine is right there at sax.com. Discover new ways to shop for everything every day at sax.com. And another reason I love sax.com is they have fabulous designer shoes in those big girl sizes. So if you have a cheddar block foot, just like me, don't worry. You can get the Stuart Whites when you can get all the good stuff. Again, that's sax.com. Shop for anything for every day and for everything at sax.com. I have had the craziest two weeks in my life, okay? I haven't been home or touched the carpet in my own room. Who are you kidding? We don't have carpet. You know what I'm saying. I haven't touched the rug in my own room in three weeks, okay? I'm losing my mind, but how do I stay sane on the road? By taking my AG1, okay? I should have had the flu seven times over this time, but you know what I do? I take AG1 every morning. I take one scoop in a little glass, pour a little water on it, drink it down, mix it up. It's absolutely delicious. And it helps me keep regular because it's got probiotics, prebiotics, the whole rigmarole. You know, there's so many otics out there now. You don't even know what you're supposed to be taking, but this is why I love AG1. Literally with one scoop, it is 75 vitamins and minerals and whole food sourced ingredients that help you stay feeling fresh, feeling on top of your toes. Like honestly and truly, I know a lot of people have AG1 as a sponsor of their podcast, but I take it. I really take it. And I know the people who take it, they love it. I've never had a single person say, hey, Heather, I got AG1 for the podcast and I didn't love it. My husband swears by it. My mom swears by it. My sister swears by it. We all take it. Everybody on the road I'm with takes it. It's just one of those things that the days that I don't take it, I don't feel like I'm on top of the world. So I always keep it with me. Again, AG1 is the freaking best. And if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com slash absolutely. That's drinkag1.com slash absolutely to check it out. I was having a nostalgic moment. We've been through a lot together. And when yeah. we were walking into the office today, we're going to get to the voicemails in a second. Uh-huh. We were walking into the office today and you're like, oh yeah, I never told you. I said, I was forced to sing Halo at your wedding. I started dying <laughs> laughing. I was like, that is the funniest shit. Remember those walls oh, I Hold on, let's just, for the sake of this, because I'm really enjoying having, being able to use music. Uh-huh. Let's just, let's just. It's a whole new element. It really is. Yeah. I, let's just have a little quick. You know. 
Literally. Just imagine Marco on the keys and he's doing this. And I was like, oh my God, what key are we even in? And ladies and gentlemen, I now pronounce you Mr. and Miss <laughs> Jeffrey Daniels. <laughs> oh, you're t- it's coming up, Dina. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Christina Tompkins. Remember those walls I built? <laughs> They didn't have someone down. They didn't even put up a fight. Yes. They didn't even make a sound. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know no other words. Yeah. Wow. I hope, I hope there's video of it. But the thing is, at that point, I feel like the video people were all the way in the back because you guys are going up in the aisle. Everybody's screaming. And I was like, get me the fuck Out away here. from this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. God. Well, it was it was such a lovely time in Oxford and I I love going back any chance I get. The house is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's really just so fun to be there and like just let her hair down and and it, you can walk around and you're like, "Oh, I can I can still come back and enjoy, but I don't need to be, you know, losing my brain. I don't need to be on the roof of my exes, you know." house. You know, mm-hmm. I, I always, you know, I do get young girls who sometimes ask me about relationship stuff. And listen, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been with the same guy now for 13 years. Mm-hmm. So I try and be very like, listen, I, things were different when I started dating. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I feel like the one thing that I always come back to is like, if it is hard while you're dating, if you don't trust them while you're dating, whether they're mature, immature, older, younger, whatever, yeah. then it's not going to work. Yeah. That was the one thing with Jeff. I was like, oh, I always trust him. I didn't, I'm not totally. worried about what he's doing. Yeah. He's probably jerking off. And if he is, it's, it's in the safety of his own home. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> not like he's creeping. You know what I mean? No. I, I just, it, he it, doesn't have the energy. He does. He's tired. He's very <laughs> tired from golf. But if it's true, I think that's a good thing. If you're, if you're in one of those relationships and of course in college, there's a lot of, you know, I guess yeah. candy to pick from. Mm-hmm. But if you're dating these guys and you're worried, you think they're talking to other girls, they, they then, then let it go. I would say if you think that, it probably is happening. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because that's just women's intuition, honey. That's right. (laughs) Like, like really, though, we can let you know that's a bad one. Oh, I can smell it. If I'm at a bar, I go, "Mm, he's a philanderer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get to the voicemails because we could talk about the mistakes we made. I'm so excited. As always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. Hit us with your absolutely not. If it's absolutely yes, absolutely not. I'm here to give you unsolicited life advice. I've been doing this podcast for I think almost like four years now. It's the joy of my life. I love hearing from you guys. And listen, I love when y'all do, I I know y'all really respond to the hot takes when I just put some shit up on Instagram and you ask me anything, Mm -hmm. Heather's hot takes. So you know what? I'm here for it. Look at us. Look at us building a community and doing nothing with that. So (laughs) Josh, will you hit us with the, the hotline? Hey, Heather. It's your girl calling from Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Gearing up for your show on Saturday night. I'm in the car on the way to see Paw Patrol with my kids. And I got to thinking, I mm-hmm. really need to know your take on the pyramids in Egypt. <laughs> I mean, you're really starting to convince me about other life forms. being I love that. Out there and, and among and possibly among us. But what are your takes? Who built these pyramids? I have a friend that's getting ready to go to Egypt, and and we were kind of chatting about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are colossal feats of architecture and engineering. So I'll be real curious to to Mm -hmm. hear your take on it. Love and light. 
love and light. And let me tell you what, this is why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that I could do, but I specifically do this specific thing for voicemails like that. Hey girl, I'm on my way to Paw Patrol, (laughs) but what do you think? Who built the pyramids? I, when I heard this voicemail today, I was like, 100%. Yeah, 100. Okay. Well, first of all, I do believe that the pyramids, historically, it says they were built by slaves, correct? Correct. And I do think that now I have heard, if you do any minimal research, that they say something like, you know, they've had engineers, archaeologists, all this go out there and say, like, in order to the way that the pyramids are built, they are built so insanely sound. Mm -hmm. They're so perfectly built. Right that it even boggles a lot of engineers or, you know, the professionals, if you will. I think aliens probably came down and helped. There probably was some help from a a higher being. Mm -hmm. But also, is this where, like, these documents were lost in, like, the Library of Alexandria? Like, wasn't there, like, a fire there and all these things were lost? Or am I just completely mixing things? Uh, Here's the thing. Can I tell you, I drive around in my Audi all the time, my least Audi. And I think to myself, history is wild. It's wild. Time and space really throws me off. I Uh was standing outside of the Colosseum when I was in Rome. Yeah. And I was like, like, when did this happen? Like in my mind, I know before Christ, after Christ, like that. But when did, when did time happen? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that too open-ended of a question? Yes. But when when did time happen? It Currently, we're in the future. We're in the present. We're in the past. I, yeah. You know, I've been having a lot of deja vu recently to the point where it's freaking me out. I think I'm jumping matrix, matrixes. matrixes. And they also, deja vu I've also heard is because if you're trying to do too many things, your brain is going too quickly, but your receptors can't work as quickly as your brain is going so mm. it's your reception of what your brain is thinking lagging it's like a lag if that makes so sense. so when you feel like i've had this conversation before it's because you were wanting to have the conversation uh-huh. but you couldn't get your mind and your mouth to work at the same time yes yeah because i don't think everything works at the same speed but again not a doctor not a doctor not a doctor not a doctor we and- just have a lot of weird things in our brain that get jumbled and then i think they're facts I will say I do feel like I'm a little bit of a scholar. Listen, I agree. And I think people will learn about your scholarly (laughs) ways soon. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. We can't tell you, but we we have a lot of exciting things that are coming out soon. But, you know, I have heard, too. You know, you go back to the story. I mean, a real biblical story. You go back to the story of David and Goliath. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I like to get on the interwebs and sometimes read a little bit. And I do believe Goliath. Okay, he was a giant. Mm Mm-hmm. That the aliens probably, you know, were they, were they aliens? You know, who is this giant person? I don't know. You know, I could go into deep depths, but I, I don't know. It just anyway, start I googling s- who is Goliath and then do your own research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there must have been some kind of help, but then also with the pyramids, why did nobody write it down? Like, what, well, yeah. what, then it goes back to the fire. I don't know. But there was a fire. <laughs> <laughs> but why didn't no one say like, hey, also, we had some help from these weird looking dudes that came down from a ship to build mm-hmm. this. Why did nobody 
put it, put I think, that down. I think like, there is, though. Bang. I, I oh, really? think if you look at the hieroglyphics, there's got to be signs of the aliens oh, and the yeah. things. Okay. Again, you know, with all the shit that's going on in the world right now, I, I always say God's going to come back and be like, you guys are all fucking, I, you're assholes. You're all assholes. You know what I mean? That's, but I, I will say that's a great question. And you know what? I love that the, that my listeners are thinking of that. Yeah, they're, they want to expand their mind mm-hmm. as they're on their way to Paw Patrol Live. And I bet Paw Patrol Live slaps. Have you ever I, seen it? No, but you know I'm I'm down for that kind of stuff because yeah. it's a, a musical version of a cartoon live on stage. Forget about it. For I'm here. Joyful. For it. It's so joyful. And then when you're watching kids watch it, forget it. Yeah. When I went to see Frozen on Broadway before the show starts, you know how they make like an announcement and they're yeah. like, welcome to the theater. This one before Frozen was... Hi, everyone. Welcome to Frozen on Broadway. And we know it's probably everyone's first show here Um, on a Broadway stage. So here at a Broadway theater, we do this. And I was like, stop (laughs) coming. Stop speaking. Also, not only is Christina very nostalgic, but whenever she she will cry at any moment. Oh, yeah. When she runs into celebrities, she cries. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're one of those people. Who, who just, it's almost like, it's again, a like, a, reaction. like a deja vu though. Your brain cannot compute to your mouth how excited you are to run into somebody like no. Mariska Hargitay that you just start Crying? weeping. Yeah. Y'all always ask me, Heather, what are your favorite tips and tricks for life hacks just in general? Like how do you keep yourself feeling like you're put together? Well, it's my underwear. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with the Skims high-waisted thong fits everybody high-waisted thongs. There's so many reasons why. First of all, big shout out to my friend Candace who turned me on to these about two years ago. I have replaced every single pair of underwear in my house with Skims underwear. Day-to-day, I wear a Skims high-waisted fits everybody thong under everything. If you see me out and about and you're like, girl, what's on your ass right now? It's a Skims high-waisted thong. One, it is buttery soft. You don't even, you know how like people always stray away from wearing thongs because usually they're uncomfortable. You do not even feel these, okay? Imagine like like the softest pantyhose material you've ever felt in your life gently caressing your nether region. You know what I mean? You don't even feel like they're on, but they keep it everything like smooth and nice. I also buy, you know, the briefs. I buy the hipster ones. I wear all of her underwear. But day to day, every day of my life, I can literally wear a thong every single day and it does not bother me. And I'm obsessed with it because Skims has perfected the art of the underwear. Comes in a million different colors. I have it in things that match my skin tone perfectly. So you don't even notice it to hot pink, purple, red if I'm feeling cheeky and want to have a moment. I love Skims push-up bras too. I really, truly wear them. I love her stuff. She is my fave. Kim did it right. Good for her. Live, laugh, love. The Fits Everybody collection of underwear is super lightweight and molds to your body. It's buttery soft fabric stretches to twice the size without ever losing shape, meaning you get a perfect fit every time. And it's available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. Y'all, I'm usually an extra large girl. I have gone down all the way to a medium just because literally it fits everybody. And I got to size down on these. You know what I love? I love feeling like I'm wearing a medium. Believe the hype. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The Fits Everybody collection has more perfect fit essentials and are now available at skims.com. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. So select Absolutely Not Podcast in the survey and be sure to select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. When it comes to keeping my dog safe, I, you know, obviously want to get the best of the best. I also want to make sure that they're comfortable, safe, 
and cute at the same time. This is why I love all the products from Fable Pets. I got hooked on Fable Pets. I saw their Instagram ad. Next thing you know, I bought all the harnesses and the crates. And then I reached out and they became a sponsor of the podcast. That is how this shit works. I really love their stuff. One, they have two great harnesses that I'm obsessed with right now. They have the signature harness, which has like shock absorbing on the back connection point and great comfortable mesh. So it's cool in the in the summer. You can also layer it in the winter. It's amazing. They also have the Magic Leash, which is hands-free, right? So you can make it go cross-body with it. You can put it around your waist. So, you know, while you take your dog on a walk, you can also kind of like low-key still watch your TikToks, if you know what I'm saying. I also love their crate, okay? If you've ever created your dog, you know, you're vacuuming, you know, your dog goes wild, you need to put them in a safe space where they'll be safe. I love their crate. One of the reasons I love the crate is because you get a two for one. It has a minimal design that doubles as a side and table or nightstand. It's made with premium bentwood, also has garage style gates that store very discreetly and has windows on all three sides on the gate to balance generous airflow and light in a serene den-like environment for your pet to recover after adventuring. You know what I mean? We all need to recover after adventuring. It's very sophisticated. It's safe. That is what I love about Fable Pets is because there were no standards in the market and Fable Pets created their own to make sure that your pets are safe while looking cute as hell. Exclusively for Absolutely Not listeners, Fable Pets is offering a 20% off site-wide discount. Just visit www.fablepets.com slash absolutely for more information. That's www.fablepets.com slash absolutely for an exclusive 20% off at checkout. Now back to the podcast. Do you know that about the time that I just fell in front of J-Lo? J-Lo? <laughs> no. You fell? So, no, I threw myself at okay. her feet. So As everyone should. As everyone should. Yeah. But her bodyguard wasn't very happy. I was rehearsing for a musical at a studio in the city for Grumpy Old Men, the musical. I don't know if that's going to ever make it to Broadway, but maybe. She literally comes off the elevator. It opens slow motion. And I was just having my lunch. I dropped the food and then I just dropped to my knees. <laughs> Thinking about it now, literally, I Dina, didn't know what you to do. Dropped the I just, food. I just dropped, like everything just dropped. Like my legs gave out because J Lo literally, she looked like an angel. She was like in all white. Yeah. Like a belly shirt and white, like like hip hop pants, we'll call them. Like yeah. your dance hip hop pants. Yeah. That's what they looked like. Cause she was coming there to rehearse for like the VMAs or whatever it was. Like this Ugh. was years ago, a couple years ago. And then right behind her was. A Rod for a New Yorker. I was like, oh my God. But like, you dropped what? Jenny food? from the Sang. Did you have like a Hardy and Kale or what was it? Hardy and Hale oh, soup? soup and it just went <laughs> fly. And literally everyone else that was rehearsing for Grumpy Old Men, the musical, looked at me like I was completely unhinged. And the bodyguard helped me up and he goes, Are we going to have a problem, ma'am? <laughs> yeah, we are. And yeah. I said, No, but I, I, I tend to like, I don't know. I feel like I've hit the deck a few times in front of people. Once we met Kanye, this was years. Met. We didn't. No, we didn't, we didn't meet him. Speak to him. But this was years ago <laughs> before he was highly problematic. You yes. know, this was at the height of drop out like, right after. And we were walking down a quiet street in New York City. And all of a sudden it was a the underground studio or something. And a door just opened mm -hmm. and he walked out. And I stopped because Katina was like two feet behind me. And I turned to say, don't <laughs> freak out. I had not even gotten the words. Don't freak out. And I was like, 
<laughs> and I had this sick ability. And it's not because I'm always like looking over my shoulder. It's not it. I'm just hyper aware. Mm-hmm. I can feel when there is a A-lister behind. Like oh, in really? the nape of my neck. I'm like, okay, at three o'clock, we've got Harrison Ford, <gasps> who is Tina's real favorite. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I had he a- came in the restaurant we were worked at. Yes, you know, I had I had a Harrison Ford birthday cake and I wanted to be close to Flockhart and Alan McNeil. So, uh, what a, what a dream boat. Yeah. But yes, I've done that a few times. I did it at Greenhouse in front of Beyonce one time when, well, when Greenhouse was a club in the city. And then I fell in front of her. <laughs> um, and Cuba Gooding Jr. picked me up and he goes, oh, damn. And I was like, oh, sir. And then now he's also problematic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in that moment, had Beyonce started singing Halo. Remember those walls are built. She could have lifted you back up. Literally, I well, I that time I feel like it was when I was in five inch Louboutins because those had just come out. And I was like, you know, it's a great idea wearing these to Greenhouse. And if you remember Greenhouse, what a vibe. It was like in Tribeca Mm -hmm. and it was living walls. Oh, so cool. So, yeah, I've learned. I've learned. I'm I'm better now. Listen, you're better. And we are learning that, you know, we need to do a little bit more research on the pyramids. Yes. And and I love that, you know, on most podcasts, if somebody were to call in and ask who built the pyramids, you know, we would put up some sort of graphic. We would discuss it further, but we yep. didn't. We've done zero research. No. No. I am not going to further investigate. I'm just <laughs> going to rest on my own laurels that I think there was an, a little alien interaction. Yeah. And yeah. I think that we don't know about it because I think that there, there was, was a fire. fire. <laughs> so that's my take. All right, let's hit the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. Uh, I am not going to reveal who I am. We're just mm. going to jump right into this one because I got a juicy one for you today. So I had a suspicion that my dad might be gay based on mm. some YouTube recommendations he was receiving and okay. my husband, you know, half jokingly said, you know, let's make a grinder and see if your dad's on there. Oh, no. You know, I blew it off for the night. Yeah, whatever. Okay, we're not going to do that. But, you know, the next day I'm doing not much going on. Curiosity's taking over. And I made a grinder. Two mm-hmm. minutes on the app. There is my dad. Clear as day. Advertising for hookups. Uh I read things about this man I never needed mm-hmm. to know. Okay, Doing that was on me. I was digging. But now what do I do, Heather? Do I confide in my sister and tell her what I know so that yes. I have to carry this information alone? Yeah. Do I try to test the waters with my mom and see if maybe she knows that he's gay and like there's some sort of agreement going on? Oh, do I tell my oh. dad that I know? And like he can talk to me about it because the problem isn't that he's gay. Right. He is still married to my mom, but okay. we all support LGBTQ communities. Mm-hmm. I grew up in performing arts. Like this is not, that is the least of the issues here. The main okay. issue is the lying. It's the deceit. It's the manipulation. Yeah. So Heather would love your input on this one. Um, it sent me for a whirlwind. So. I uh, love to hear what you can come up with. All right. Love you, girl. Love you, mean it. Have a great day. Love and light. Thank you for calling in. Wow. I didn't expect to, to hear that she, he was still with the mom. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's the thing. The whole reason you have a sister is for sister time. Okay. So yes, you need to call your sister immediately. Okay. Well, first of all, 
it take a day or two to absorb it, but I would call your sister. And I think you guys got to figure that out. I mean, who knows? Maybe he and your mom do have an arrangement thing, but also think about it, whether he was gay or straight, if you caught a parent doing something, you would have to figure out what your next move is. And it is not as easy as just being like telling them and then threatening. I'm going to tell mom it is, it is a layered nuanced thing. And I would go to the sister first. I think we got to, right. I would say we're in the relationship with the sister. Yeah. So, when I was going to Ole Miss, you know how you had to order the books off of Amazon, like your all your textbooks and stuff? Yeah. In my dad's Amazon. Yeah. Because that's where I was ordering like on his. Yeah. Back then we didn't have our own. It said how to find the right man. And it was a book. Uh-huh. And I just stopped reading there and continued to research. I literally just like closed everything. And I ran to my mother and I was like, he's gay. <laughs> figured it out because at that point they had already separated and yeah. he moved to San Francisco oh, and started yeah. working for the Gap and I was like my dad into is the gap. okay <laughs> that's why he left Yeah, and I told my mother right away and she was like oh I knew it mm-hmm. one of those and w- then she was like let's go see what this book is and then I I <laughs> opened it and I was like oh my god it says literally how to find the right man I'm like this is so crazy why did he buy a book about this and then I confronted him and he goes, the book title is how to find the right man for the job. The, the three pillars of HR. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. And you stirred the pot in the fan for no reason. But I got to be honest with you. Our listener just called in. She found him on the grind. I know. I mean, listen, grinder. That's grinder. That's not even like dipping the toe in. That is like yeah, you're dipping the. So just whole thing. not to make this about me, but this is my podcast, and I, I th- I'm pretty sure I've told this story before. But I was addicted to grinder when grinder first came mm-hmm. out. I was living in New York. I was living in the neighborhood, which was Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. And one of my buddies was like, "You should play on it because one of the. I mean, this is in the beta phase. One of the bars that I worked at was predominantly gay men would come in, which yeah. was fantastic. And when I was bored, if it was a slow night, I would be on. On it and I think my my screen name was like Big Dick Daddy sixty nine uh-huh. and I would I would be on it and it'd be like Asian Muscle Zaddy is three feet away and I'd be like oh my god I would, you know this is what this is back in two thousand nine ish maybe mm-hmm. ten and finally three of my gay guy friends sat me down they said you're addicted to Grinder and I because I would be in my building and it would say like somebody's like two feet away and then I'd send them a photo of my tits and I thought it was the funniest, funniest thing, thing ever and then I got all my friends sat me down and they said Heather you have you're addicted to grinder like it was one of those where they're like we're gonna send you to rehab because i was just having a blast it was also like a really nice thing because you know on the grinder you're seeing a lot of wild dong but i knew it wasn't towards me so it never felt threatening you know what i mean yeah and then when they'd find out i was a woman they were like you dumb cunt you but i mean grinders in this building grind oh yeah we actually do share a building with grinder in here so if we need to do some like research for you maybe we can but let's get back to the real root of the problem here's the thing i think you bring it up with your sister i don't think you bring your mom into it until you and your sister do a little bit more research Mm -hmm. and then i think maybe you sit your dad down again depending on the relationship i think yeah you say does mom know about this and if she doesn't do you do you want to tell her do you want me to tell her yeah at that point because you're an adult also at this point it's not like you're you know, a 14 year old finding this out, you're a mm-hmm. full grown adult. And I'd be like, dad, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Let's get your, let's get your act together. Because if you're doing this behind mom's back yeah, and not, cause that's the thing, just I, if you're being honest and that's your relationship and she's like, you want to go have fun, be safe yeah, and come back home to me. That's their, that's thing. their prerogative. Right. But if, if, I mean, gay or straight, if you found him with another woman, you would all, I would think, I always think like, you know, 
I mean, I would murder my dad regardless, but I, I also do think like, yeah, sit him down and be like, okay, I'm going to give you 48 hours. You either tell mom or yeah. I will. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm about to either fuck up your world or there's an explanation for this. I wonder if there's also a Facebook group for this. Like, you know, yeah. how are we dating the same guy mm. situation that's that every city has? What if there's like... Tell people what that is. Okay, I'm so, and it's honestly, for all the single gals, if you don't, it's such an interesting concept. They have these groups on Facebook, which I don't, I use it because I help like look at your group and stuff. But this one I joined because someone was like, you need to just see if anyone you're going out from an app is on this first. Okay. Because... It basically, there's rules and guidelines and like how and what you can post. It can never be about their looks. It can't be like hearsay, whatever. It has to be for him. You can't yeah. say like they have a big or small penis. No, 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 no. But it's like, hey, I'm also dating this guy, but he went on a date with 10 other women this yes, week. Yes, and it, it it's basically like they this is the, the pick and they usually don't, you know, say anything else. Just is anyone else dating this person? Mm. But there's been a couple of times where people are like, they put up somebody and they're like abusive, red flag, red flag run, yeah. alcoholic, racist, homophobic, whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So it's a great, great tool to filter to out filter, the crazies. To filter out the crazies because sorry, there's a there are a lot. So is there a group of like, is the person I'm with on an app? Maybe he's yeah. on that too. Or it just, I bet there's a Facebook group that's like, just found out my dad's gay and he's still married to my mom, dot, dot, dot. What do I do? What do I do now? Yeah. And here's the thing. Listen, I've talked about this before. It, we're in these weird times. They call it the sandwich years, right? And we don't have kids, but mm -hmm. it's it's those years where you're now seeing that your parents are real people and they're flawed and they're not yeah. perfect. You know, you finally get into your adulthood, I think especially in your 30s. I mean, your 20s, you see it, but in your 30s, you're like, oh, I now understand why my parents did X, Y, Z. I now, mm -hmm. now that I know what I know, I understand why things, fell, the cards fell the way they did, oh, you know? Sure. And that doesn't excuse behavior with your parents or whatever, but you just have a better, I think, understanding of, maybe it's more like an empathy for your parents. Yeah, because they're human, for they're sure. Human. Take, I think you need to take the dad, mm -hmm. have the combo with the sister, and then take the dad, be like, dad, let's go get margaritas. Mm, yeah. Because gay men love margaritas. Yeah. He's going to be like, he's gonna be like <laughs> can we get the cheese dip too? Yeah. You get them so, cheese dip and just, margs. I think after you're, you know, you've had two, you're ordering your third. Yes. And just say, dad, I got to ask you. And he's going to tell you. Yeah. You don't even, you're not even have to ask. Yeah. I think he's just going to come forward and yeah. say, I know, you know. I know, you know. Because we matched on Grinder. And I'm going to just, I want to throw this out there. If you're wondering if your dad's gay, if you ever had a quote unquote uncle, do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying a, a blood-related uncle. No, no, no. Because I, I, we have a couple of friends whose dads were later in life gay, and they always had, like, Uncle Dan would come by. And Uncle Dan always, you know, was doused head-to-toe in some sort of Tom Ford Black Orchid cologne, mm -hmm. and he had, like, two poodles. And they'd be like, Uncle Tom's coming. What did I say? Uncle Uncle Dan. Uncle Dan's Dang. coming. Yeah. And Uncle Dan was, like, your dad's fraternity brother who was his best friend who never got married, and they dressed yeah. the same. He gay. You he know what I mean? Be, yeah. 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 So just know, you know, if you're sitting at home being like, man, I think my dad might be gay. If there's an un quote unquote non-related uncle who's got two gold noodles who would always come for every holiday, your dad's yes. gay. Yeah. And if he, he was a fraternity brother, <laughs> your dad's gay. And he brought a nice cheese board and he was like, oh, I just whipped this up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, if your mom on the other end, if your mom has, you know, Leslie, Leslie, if she has Leslie, yeah. who's never been married, never had kids, and maybe has two Rottweilers, same thing. Yeah. 
you know, and we're not about stereotyping here, the Absolutely Not podcast, but let's just call it what it is. You know what I mean? I used to have this therapist, and I'll eventually put this into my set, but I used to have this therapist, Betsy, uh-huh. and I loved her. She was my grief counselor right after my dad died. And every time I would go, you know, you're working through grief, mm-hmm. so it should have been about me and my feelings, but I knew that she was a closeted lesbian. Yeah. So I constantly- wanted to get to the I root wanted, of that. Yeah. And it was my eyes lit up one day when she was like, oh, yeah, my husband and my two kids. And I was like, huh? And so I would go in to these meetings, not even like I would literally be like, you know, Betsy, how would you and your husband handle this situation? And I would literally I was waiting to the day to get her to crack to be like, I got to tell you something. I like women because I I loved her. She was the best, but I knew she wasn't living her truth. Yeah. You're trying to use that reverse psychology on her. And I was I was. And I would leave therapy and I call my sister and Ashley's like, how do you feel? You know, this is like right Mm -hmm. in the height right after my dad died. And I was like, let me tell you, I'm this close. I'm two weeks shy of getting Betsy to come out to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved her. Shout out to Betsy. All right, let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, it's Brittany from Tampa. I'm going to talk quick because I have so many absolutely mm-hmm. not in one wedding episode or rant. Anyway, so I was a bridesmaid, not a maid of honor, this weekend. It was a shit show. The maid, matrons of honor were completely useless. Didn't do shit. Absolutely not to them being completely morons on not understanding how to hold her down, do anything, Mm. calm down the mother of the bride. Mm. Absolutely not. And then also absolutely not to the caterer setting fire (laughs) to the fucking porch on Mm. during cocktail hour. And my boyfriend is sitting there about to take off his shirt, going under the fucking uh, deck to make sure the fire is out and telling them pour more water, pour more water, whatever. The other thing is absolutely not the fact that we had to fucking set up and iron the fucking tablecloth. No. I'm sorry. She's saying 10 grand. 10 grand for fucking what? I don't know. I deserve a tip. I did all the fucking yeah. work. Absolutely not to that fucking venue. Fuck them. Absolutely Fuck not to the lazy maids of honor. What the fuck is your job if it's not to carry her fucking trail, her veil, everything? They left her veil crooked during the Unacceptable. Whole fucking ceremony. No. Burn it down. Whole fucking thing. Bitches' pictures are gonna look fucking ridiculous. I gotta yeah. turn around, but look fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, absolutely not. She did have a lovely day, and she didn't <laughs> about any of that. So, so happy for her okay. that she had a great day, but absolutely not to all those motherfucking bitches that tried to destroy her fucking day. But guess what? <laughs> You got bitch Brittany over here that oh, took over the show and yeah. my girlfriend, Gina, and we directed and that whole fucking thing. And it was great. It worked out. Okay. Because love and light. I think we can cut that one. Over. I think. Yeah, I think if we let her go, no. she's going to be. Like, and also shout out to Amanda, who's the third cousin who kind of did help me. Like, yeah. once the shrimp cocktails were not being I passed would. out at the right time, she also helped me get the shrimp cocktails on ice. Um, she sounds like the Sir Video character from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, yeah, who I'm yeah. talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victoria. Victoria from yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, but she's in Tampa. Okay, oh. well, first of all, shout out to Tampa. I've got a show. I will be there getting yes. tickets at HeatherOnTour.com. One of my favorite cities to perform in. But let's have a real quick rundown. First of all, I feel like you've got to have a glass of white wine and take a Xanax and calm down. Let's take a deep breath. Let's take a deep Here's the thing. Now, there's two parts of this. One, I know that you feel like you need a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. You did all these things. And and rightfully so. You're a great friend. And we're grateful for that. Also, though, you feel, okay, you feel that you did all these great things. You deserve a pat on the back. But I want, just want to throw this out there. 
you did also volunteer to do those things, okay? So let's just take it down a notch. I know if you're saying, well, they didn't help with the bail and they didn't do this. Your friend had a great day. And I, I know what you're gonna think. You're gonna say, well, my friend had a great wedding day because she didn't know these things were happening and mm -hmm. I was fixing it all behind the scenes. But also she would have had a great day regardless, okay? Yeah. I mean, I, I like, like let's, just let's also just take a, a, t a quick deep breath. Also, you know what might be a great business venture is why don't ma'am from Tampa... What if you start doing a uh, YouTube? This could be a whole new stream of revenue. Your side hustle is, <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I mean, if they make you watch a video before you enter boot camp, you should watch a video that says Actually, what yes. to do before a wedding. So you've been hired as the yes. maid of honor. Yes. Or asked. These are the steps you need to take. I think that it's people just don't know. Uneducated. Also, you have to listen. If you tell someone and then they don't do it, shame on them. If yeah. you don't tell them, shame on you. Exact. Fool me once. I won't be fooled again. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> One of my friends had a had a Catholic wedding and her maid of honor wasn't Catholic. So didn't didn't know what to do. So I was like, I know, girl, I got the hymns. I got the responsorial psalm like yeah. I'm ready. But I she she's not supposed to know that. Right. I just helped because I knew what to do. You stepped in. You volunteered like you're saying. Yeah. And I know sometimes it's really it's uh, that is something that I could listen fall on the sword on because sometimes I want to jump in because I like I know how to do it right. Sometimes you just need to step back and chill and be like, listen, it will go on without me. That is for sure, <laughs> and I will be forced to sing Halo and I will jump to the occasion. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you, you know what? Some days, and I'm not trying to compare men versus women, but there's some days where I'm like, girls, why can't we all get together like men do in a fucking locker room before the 49ers game? Why can't mm -hmm. we all get together and know our positions? All right, you dumb bitches. Yeah, you're gonna deal with the veil. You're yeah. gonna deal. You're gonna run interference with the mother-in-law. You're going to make sure that the venue doesn't, you know, fire. Light fire. You're going to do this. Yeah. You're going to do that. That We got to work together as a team instead oh, totally. of not speaking, not saying what we need to get done and then it not getting done. And then, that's, I mean, this is what I do. I'm not great at communicating. Some days I get so overwhelmed mm -hmm. and then I just take it on and then it's more stuff. Tina knows we work together. She's like, write down what you need. If you can't <laughs> verbalize it because your ADD is firing in all cylinders, yeah. write it down. But sometimes I can just read your eye movements. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, there's five more things on the list and we need to continue. And she needs shoes. OK, yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. And I <laughs> and I sometimes don't know how to tell you I need shoes because I know already that the world is against you with me trying to get shoes because you're like so few things come in size 11. Size 11. Wide. Yeah. I know. And Emily sent all those shoes today and I actually looked and I was like, let me see if any are in Heather's size because I was, you know, yeah. just working from the hotel today. Zero, but I will say zero were in a nine and a half too. So don't even try to get a dunk if you're a normal size, a you, Nike dunk. You know, I'm glad that we were talking about bridesmaid etiquette, but now <laughs> we're going to talk about our bone to pick with Nike. Nike. <laughs> hey, Nike, whoever runs it, I've been to the headquarters. Why the shoes so fucking narrow? Okay. I'm wearing, I think a men's Air Force One mm -hmm, right now. Mm -hmm. And I can wear the men's because they're a little bit wider. But why you got to do this to me? Why can't you just make a decently girthy shoe? And there is nothing that makes you feel less included than when you go and you click wide mm -hmm. on a fucking website and there's one orthotic. 
You yeah. can't give me three different types of dunks. No, but also I feel like sizing like that in women's sizing too, like as you move up in the sizes, you can't just go in length. You have to go in width. Thank like when you. you make women's clothing, I feel like they go in width and then they don't go in length because I'm we're tall ladies. We're tall you know? ladies. So and then I'm get, in a 14 short. We're literally we're all yeah. our, look literally, at our pants. Look at our jeans. Can someone, these are longs. Don't even tell me to buy longs because I'm wearing longs. Okay, Madewell? Yeah, so I a big shout out to my social media <laughs> guru, Emily. She says that I look silly because I'm wearing yeah. pedal purser pants and Nikes that don't fit me. Well, We're, guess what, Emily? Those are the options for a 36-year-old woman. At 5'10". We are 5'10". Number one thing people say when yes. they meet me in public. Mm -hmm. Number one. Well, there's three things. They <laughs> go... Three. Wow, you're so much taller than I expected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're thinner than I expected. <laughs> Which, wonderful. And you're a lot prettier. And I say to that, come to a live show. Tickets at heatherontour.com. Because yeah. if you want to dispel those rumors, you're like, there's no way she's taller, thinner, and prettier in person. You bet your ass I am. Yeah. Okay? Get yeah. your tickets at heatherontour.com. I've got shows. I'm coming to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Jackson, Mississippi, Tampa, Florida. I'm coming to Toronto, St. Louis, Houston. Two shows in Atlanta, Georgia, and a huge show at the Pantages Theater in Los Angeles, November 4th. Anyways, look at, look at how I'm able to just spit that off. Wow. Fort Lauderdale too. Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale because those yes. tickets are low and those girlies usually show up. You know what it is? It's for, it's because it's Fort Lauderdale. Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Tampa's sold out to the gills in Fort Lauderdale. You know who's going to come to the shows? We'll guarantee that our moms will be at the shows in Fort Lauderdale. Oh my God. We actually, I think we could because you know what I'll do? I'll go to Naples first and I'll drive them. You I would, I'll do that yes. just to get some people to show up. And that's a good bridesmaid right there. I mean, yeah. Tina held it down for my wedding and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, you know who didn't? Raymond. You know who did not? Oh yeah, you know, you know who, who actually didn't? You know who didn't? Raymond. Raymond. And we will say, listen, I didn't say it that day. I said, take your hangover, get your hair dyed, yeah. take three Advil. Mm -hmm. And everyone goes, oh, mm -hmm. he showed up. We put Raymond on a pedestal like he was oh. like the King fucking Tut showed up. And you know Literally. what? All of my wedding makeup photos are of Raymond getting touched up, of Raymond no. getting his face ice rolled, no. of Raymond yeah. getting, you know, some sort of luxurious treatment because literally he got his hair colored at while we're do you know that he got a full dye job by Boho Brit at literally. This is things the, I'm this learning. Is, yes. Tina was forced oh, to sing I, Halo and Raymond got yeah, his but, hair done. See, listen, I was a well, we, you didn't really have bridesmaids because everything was just sort of like you guys. And I feel like, you know, sometimes you just say, you know what? I'm going to deal with this personally. Uh -huh. I'm not going to let her know because she don't need to know. He was running around with I did. I, I thought he was doing like a conditioner treatment. I didn't even realize he was getting his hair color because no. he already showed up with blonde hair. And I remember them being like, we didn't bring shampoo. Yes. Because they didn't know that he he was going yes. to ask on the day of my wedding to get his hair highlighted. Yeah. So then I went I went around to all of the bedrooms there uh -huh. and I found shampoo that was left over probably from the bridal party that was there the day before. So he can get his, you know, color washed out and they put some toner in. So this I, is the cuckoo <laughs> that we deal with. So I don't ever want to hear it when everyone's like, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm, you know, when Ray says he's so sick of dealing with the girls because it's all about them. Bitch. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. No, mm -mm. no, the jig is up. Yes. <laughs>
God. I just remember my most, my favorite moment of the wedding is it's like, you know, maybe 1 a.m. Uh-huh. And my mom comes out because we were at a villa uh-huh. and it was, she was with your mom yeah. and a Susan and Linda and some of their other friends. And my mom comes out and she's already, I bought her an, an after party outfit, didn't put it on. She had like sweats no. on. She comes out, beautiful hair, makeup, just, Heather, can you ask a DJ to turn it down? It's loud. It's loud. And I, we said, and then your mom was like, we're tired. And we go, we're going to put you on a bus and send yep. you home. We sent them We sent them home. home. Because you know what I did? I tried to pay DJ Remo an extra couple grand to stay till like 5 a.m. And I we would have. We would have. But the sound, the sound union in, in Italy <laughs> decided to stop playing music at 2 a.m. Let's but, just call it that. Yeah. But you know what? Shout out to our favorite people from uh, Trattoria Perione <gasps> who showed up. All of our favorite waiters. And, and Wait. I said, also, yeah. I didn't. They told me the next day that they showed up at the boom boom room at like whatever time yeah. of the the after party of the wedding and he's they're like you smoke a cigarette and i was like wait what see i don't smoke cuz of yeah, you singing don't, you i don't, don't ever smoke. i never smoke a cigarette yeah, i like a cigarette cuz i do comedy yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Johnny was like you are so crazy and i was like oh my gosh i don't they remember. also run a lot of weed and that's why oh did i do you, that we all smoked weed at my wedding we were also there were people having sex in the uh, the orchard there were people having sex in the olive trees somebody was getting a blow job literally behind an olive tree and i yeah. will not name names mm-hmm. but i saw it with my own eyes because i went out to smoke a cigarette <laughs> <laughs> and i was like wow mm-hmm. wow we, wow, wow, wow. I mean, there were a lot of babies made at that wedding. There were, you know what I mean? Yeah. There yeah. were, there was a lot of fluids being passed. And, you know, I would like to say that I threw probably the best wedding ever. And if you come to the tour, yeah. you are going to hear me tell yeah. the other side of the story to the wedding. So mm-hmm. get your tickets at heatherontour.com. But look at this. What was the, what was the voicemail? I made it about me. <laughs> it was about how she did all this stuff. The matrons of honor didn't step yeah. up. The caterer was terrible. The venue was terrible in their duties. But I will say, I think... You know, people don't realize when you have an eye for detail, mm-hmm. it, it's it's underappreciated normally. We have a great eye for detail. Mm-hmm. We will tell you when there's, you know, one peg out of place 60 mm-hmm. miles away. Some people can't look. These matrons of honor obviously, you know, didn't happen for them. And to be a matron, do you just have to be married or do you have to have kids? I thought it was just married. Yeah. But I don't know. Matri- matron is the matrimony. matrimony. Yeah. Let, look at that Latin. Look wow, at us. Wow. <laughs> wow. I yeah. Well, my mate, my matron, a matron of honor. My mm-hmm. maid of honor was my my maid of honor was my sister, sister. and my mat matron of honor was Anne Marie. And yeah. Anne Marie <laughs> got so high at one point. Ashley grabbed me and said she's choking on bread, and I always had to get for the Heimlich. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to. You know, and what I love is Annie's not on anything, not on social media, not on nothing. So she'll never hear this. So she'll never know. Yeah. But you know what? I would just like to say uh, thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being along the journey. And, you know, sometimes we just need to giggle and sit back and remember, you know, uh, what people do in the dark will always come to light. And I had no (laughs) idea that you sang Halo, you know? Listen, as you will probably have to do a lot of things whenever the time comes for my marriage. Yeah. Okay. I just think, guys, I want to let you know 
The special is out on Netflix. And oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I can't believe. I know there's a lot of shit going on, but the special came out. And so please, if I can ask you anything, the special on Netflix called The Sun I Never Had. It just keep your TVs on, let it record mm-hmm. over and over again. Let that shit roll. Turn it on, go to work, do your thing. Yeah. Please support your girl and, and everybody who's come out to the shows and done everything. I'm so grateful. Yeah. And also I'm shooting my second special. <gasps> so that'll come out next year, I guess, mm-hmm. um, at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. Those shows were, I'm pretty sure, almost all sold out. We just released some new tickets because what happens when you shoot a special, you go in with your cinematographer and you figure out where you're going to put the cameras. So we have added more seats that are prime seats. So get your tickets at heatherontour.com and just come see the tour before it's wrapped up because I'm going to be finishing in November probably and you're going to want to see it. So anyways, regardless, thank you guys for calling into the podcast. Thanks for being great. Thanks, Tina, for being here. And I'm going to take us out with a little bit of just a Riverdale Chee Chow Bella. Ooh. See you on the next episode. (laughs) My angel now. So I was wondering if if Jeff was your halo or you. I don't know. Or he was yours. I don't know. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.